Alright, welcome back to Magic with a K. This is going to be episode, let's see, I think it's episode 8. 8, hey, I got it right. Uh, going to be talking about ghosts. So, I'm Daniel. And I'm Alex. And let's get this started. So, uh, well, actually, you know, first of all, we'll talk about the fact that we just had a great meal. And we're actually sitting down and doing this now, which has been really fun. Of course, we did all the Christmassy stuff with their families. Yep. So that was a lot of fun. Yep. And Daniel came over and got to have Yule dinner with us. Yeah, which was great. And uh, took some of it home, too, so that's been nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we did that. Of course, we did, this, you know, traditional stuff, exchanged gifts, did everything like that. Talked about, you know, our other favorite holiday, which is Festivus. Yeah. For the rest of us. A Festivus for the rest of us. Um, so... A fun holiday that falls in between Yule and Christmas every year. <laughs> Actually, it's before Christmas. That way you can get a jump on all the commercialism. Exactly. Anyways, uh, for all of you that don't know, that's from Seinfeld. Uh, which you can, uh, It's on Netflix. You can go look it up. Uh, season 9, episode 10, The Strike. And that explains Festivus really well. Uh, there is a true story that goes with it as well. I actually told that to my son who watched it with me because he had never seen it. And if you want to Google that and look it up yourself, you can certainly do that. Yep. Anyways, we're going to talk about ghosts today. So this is actually one of the areas that I'm extremely familiar in because I've been dealing with them, golly, since I was a kid. Uh, now it's just second nature. I just, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, there's one, yeah, all right. Yep. Uh, so I think ghosts are a bit more your specialty than mine. Uh, when we talked about, say, demons and stuff, mm -hmm. that was more my specialty. Mm -hmm. But ghosts are a bit more yours. Um, that isn't to say that I, I haven't come across them or don't deal with them or right. interact with them. Um, but I, there's a truth when it comes to the occult that most people have some sort of talent if they right. choose to go through and explore that aspect mm -hmm. of themselves. Um, and as I've said before, my talent lies very much in nature and in animal spirits, and yours is in ghosts. Right. So dealing with the other side, stuff like that. Um, and just like, for instance, there's a there's an object that's in my backyard that is, has an attachment to it, um, not from me or from anybody in my family, but was found at a... Uh, a state auction by a family member who then had to call me over because there was problems occurring in their house and so I I tracked down that yes it was that object yep okay where'd you get it alright and there was a older lady that had attached herself who had passed on and she now lives in my backyard so uh, which was really funny because when we were doing one of these uh, before uh, Alex pointed that out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's, that's, yeah, and told her the whole story with the whole thing, and it's actually pretty fun. I, I had to, so I took a cardboard box and actually did some uh, Kabbalistic uh, type of rune stuff on it, as well as a couple of spells to basically keep her comfortable, but also the cardboard was so that way I knew I was going to set it outside cardboard will deteriorate obviously through the course of rain and everything else and therefore it wouldn't trap her spirit in the box that's usually not the best way to go with spirits uh they get kind of angry uh so when she was already confused because she couldn't figure out why nobody was responding to her 
Um, so therefore she didn't realize she was dead, at which we had to have a conversation about that, which is usually what happens. Uh, so all uh, the funniest part for me is all the people that think that as soon as you die, it's like an instantaneous, you know, you, you know, you're shot up, you know, within the sky to heaven, everything like that, you get to meet St. Peter and everything. That's not quite how that goes. Um, it's, it's more of a process. And if you choose, you can, you can do that relatively quickly. I've known some spirits that have done that. Uh, but most of the spirits usually stick around. We've talked about this before off the air. Usually about 100 years or sometimes less. And I think that's because a lot of them like to see the family that they knew kind of go through growing up and seeing, you know, grandkids and different things like that. And then once they've kind of had their fill of you know, the living, so to speak, they just go ahead and pass on to the other side. Uh, completely out of the ability for, like, you know, seeing them, talking to them, anything like that. Um, so there's a couple different things that will happen with um, spirits of the deceased. Um, and there are some ghosts that are around because they choose to be. There mm -hmm. are some because they don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. So it does happen... Um, where they get trapped on this side, and that can be very awful experience for them. Right, because, you know, it, they, they don't understand, most of them don't understand, first of all, if they're dead. And then when they figure that out, some of them, because once again, you, you retain your personality, so to speak, and therefore you're retaining your personality, and they don't understand what's happened. And now people aren't talking to them, they aren't interacting with them, um, they're pulled, a lot of them talk about being pulled to different people because those people are grieving for them and therefore attracting them more and also kind of summoning them, so to speak, without even knowing that they're doing that. Uh, but they'll do that kind of stuff and therefore it'll pull them to them. Now some of them, yeah, you can become entrapped. They can become entrapped because it's one of those, they're not able to move past the fact that one, they're dead, and two, they don't need to stick around anymore. Uh, that can trap them. Now, the spirit has a choice, usually, in those entrapment type deals. They can either try to figure out what they're going to do, or they can become angry. And that's usually what leads to a lot of poltergeist activity that's not necessarily demonic. So, there, there's a thing that I've experienced or, or, or seen happen um, with some spirits, is there is a certain amount of uh, monotony mm -hmm. with being dead but not being in the afterlife, whichever mm -hmm. that looks like. Um, and that monotony can cause you to go a, a little bit crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, think about it. We've had some pretty heavy winter weather the last few days here where we live and throughout most of the country, and I started getting cabin fever. <laughs> and that's a couple days. Right. You know, um, so years, mm -hmm. decades mm -hmm. will cause these spirits to get something akin to cabin fever. And uh, poltergeist activity does start to occur with that. Right. And so they, you know, sometimes some of them will do mischief, mischief type things, just trying to be funny or also trying to get attention. That's another one. Um, usually it doesn't lead to anything harmful. Those are the ones that are really ticked off and also sometimes don't even realize they're actually causing harm necessarily uh, but overall 
it's one of those, yeah, it, the best way I think I've ever heard it described from a ghost is that it's a lack of no more tomorrows. Like, there are tomorrows, but they don't process that anymore. Yeah. It's kind of one of those, there's no, like, we see the sunrise, we see the sunset, we know that, okay, it's tomorrow, stuff like that, and apparently they just, they lose that ability, kind of, and therefore it's one of those, it becomes a blur. Yeah, the way it was described to me um, by a poltergeist that I helped break the cycle with, um, it sounded a lot to me like that movie Groundhog's Day. Right, yeah, every day is the same. Right. Every day is the same, mm -hmm. nothing changes, mm -hmm. and they feel, yeah, very trapped. Mm -hmm. Unless you change it. Like, Unless you know, you're doing you fun it. stuff to entertain yourself, yeah. Um, yeah, I can know. see that. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty accurate. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I go ghost hunting. Um, I enjoy that a lot. It's actually a lot of fun. There's uh, there's some wacky spirits out there. Mm -hmm. There's some there's some folks that, you know, they enjoy being dead, which is actually kind of interesting as well. That is uh, strange. I've run into a couple of them because they actually have more fun dead than they were when they were alive. Uh, because it's also one of those, like, a lot of spirits, uh, ghosts and also other entities, uh, you can you can be somewhere at the speed of thought. Yeah. Uh, that's the other thing that I think a lot of them figure out. Mm -hmm. And some of them seem to figure it out quicker than others. And therefore, it's one of those, if you can be somewhere at the speed of thought, now it's no longer a process to get there. It's a instantaneous teleportation type deal because you thought about, okay, I want to be here. Yeah. And so I want to see these people. And so I want to be wherever it is that, you know, they liked. That's why you find that, yeah, there's certain activity and especially, we talked about this in a prior one, especially this time of year, because they're thinking about family, mm -hmm. and so, of course, you can be pretty much with your entire family, so to speak, or you can go visit the ones who don't necessarily get to visit. Yeah, because the veil is thinned, and, and mm. when we talk about spirits moving on to the afterlife, that's not a one-way journey. <laughs> Very often, they are able to return here mm -hmm. at least for short periods of time. Mm -hmm. um, and so the ability to go back and forth is one thing again it's the being trapped that really tends to cause problems right and you know there's um <laughs> there's a whole thing with i'm sure if they're trapped on the other side that might cause problems it's just not problems we deal with right well and because so for instance there's um there's a it's kind of a theory but it's also one of those there's a lot of backing it up as well that there's watchers Okay, at the gates, so to speak, of the of the afterlife, and therefore they allow that either coming and going stuff like that. So like, there's been a couple times where, like, if you've interacted with a Ouija board or you've done a ghost box type thing, stuff like that, every now and again, the spirits will tell you that okay, I've got to go. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do you mean? And it's like, well, because they don't want me to talk anymore. Yeah. And it can be, it can be the watchers coming to tell them, okay, you're done. Like, yeah, we're done with this. Well, and there's a lot of information that we don't have access to. Um, so, you know, I've spoken to ghosts and asked them questions, and I can usually get information about what their life was like when they were alive. Right. I can often get information about what it's like to be a ghost on this plane. Mm -hmm. And that's about all the information I can get. I have no idea what the afterlife is like. I mean, I can guess. I can hazard guesses. Mm -hmm. I have thoughts. Right. Um, but that's not information that they can tell us. I don't know if 
you know, I don't know if they physically can't or if they won't. It's definitely one of those that the one time I tried to get that information, I was told no. Right. And it's... And I, I was pretty young the one time I tried to get that information. I think now it's... I, I, yeah, don't I even know, ask. I know better, yeah. I guess is the better and, way to put it. And the funny thing for me is it's one of those, it becomes the, you know, they don't give out that information because it probably would interfere with your spiritual growth mm -hmm. and what you're supposed to be learning here. Uh, for those that don't know, this is a school, basically, <laughs> this plane is. Yeah. And uh, so it's one of those, you're, you're supposed to be learning, you're supposed to be growing, you're supposed to be learning whatever you needed to for sometimes achieving, you know, what you're supposed to be doing later. So what's really interesting is when you hear people talk about achieving things that they may never see in life, that is actually true. Uh, some of the stuff that you do you may not ever see the results of this side, but you will over there, mainly because, once again, time moves different. Mm -hmm. And time so different you, can, you can see the fruition of, okay, you know, my, my plans that I laid out and the seeds that I sowed, what did they, what did they yield? And what was, what was able to be done because of that type of deal? And yeah, it works. it works in all kinds of avenues. It works for good, it works for bad you know, the the evil that people did, the good that people did, the neutral that people did, <laughs> whatever whatever you did, uh, you get to see all that on the other side. But they won't tell you that because that would interfere with what you're supposed to be doing here. Exactly. Yeah. So the fun part is when you go and do ghost hunts, you get to sometimes interact with some of those entities and once again find out, okay, history, you know, what have you been doing since, you know, since you departed your, you know, mortal body, and, you know, why are you, I, now I have asked why they've stuck around, uh, and usually it's not the ghost whisperer stuff where they're trying to resolve some type of, you know, no. some type of undone thing, that's unfinished very, business. yeah, unfinished business, that's very rare, uh, I mean, there's, there's a reason that show was so popular, anyways, um, and it certainly had nothing to do with the writing, anyhow. Okay. So, <laughs> she's a very lovely woman, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, it's one of those, yeah. It, that type of stuff normally doesn't happen. I've never had really, yeah, I don't think I've really had any ghosts ask me for that type of help. You know, to yeah. do unfinished business stuff. Uh, they do like talking about themselves, just like most people do. Most of the interactions I have with ghosts are similar to the interactions you would have with any person, you know, you're just mm -hmm. walking down the street and they're mm -hmm. like, hey, hey, and you just move on. Yeah. Um, because I don't typically do much with ghosts mm -hmm. unless they ask me to or someone else asks me to. I mean, if, if, if we've got poltergeisting at oh, yeah, that needs to be handled. Right. If we've got um, ghosts interfering in things they shouldn't be, that mm -hmm. needs to be handled. If you've got a ghost that needs something from me. Right. But other than that, but mostly it's Dude, I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, they're that's like, for instance, we got a uh, we got a spirit that lives here in the house that is the former owner, mm -hmm. and he likes being here because it was his house. Yeah. And you yeah. know, yeah, and so that's his whole thing. And now he doesn't cause any problems. He's pretty relaxed and laid back. So it's one of those I don't have any problems with him being here. Um, my <laughs> my, uh, my daughter and 
we, we both talked about that before the show. That's actually the next show. We're going to have our daughters come on and talk about what it was like growing up with a couple of weirdos like us. And, uh, you know, my daughter went over to feed their animals when they were out of town uh, a couple of weeks ago. And she came home telling me about, she goes, why are there ghosts following me in her house? And I'm like, because they live there. Like, you know, it, it's just one of the things. It's like, they're not going to hurt you. There's, there's, they're friendly. Uh, and, you know, they hang around with me when I come over there, too. You know, it just, they like seeing people. Yeah. Uh, and they and like, like interacting. They like people who can see that. Yeah, oh, yeah, they love that. And sometimes, now, I will tell you that. So for anybody that's ever gone, like, you, you've gone to a cemetery, and if you have this any, any inkling of this ability... And they all start trying to talk to you. Because a lot of them hang out in the graveyard. Because, especially the newly dead, don't, they don't know what to do. Okay? Well, and that's where people come see them. And that's where people come see them. So they know people are going to come see them. Well, so to speak. They don't see them see them. Let's get that clear. But it's where they come. And they're able to, they're able to provide at least a little bit of comfort. Mm-hmm. Usually to their, their loved ones who are grieving the loss. But overall, it's one of those they don't uh, they don't get to interact with them like they used to. Now, when I when I show up, it's like I have to uh, put up basically walls around myself because they will come and talk to you. And it's like, look, I'm here for one specific person. I understand. I get it. I just I don't have the time, um, which they don't understand because once again, time doesn't mean anything over there (laughs) well and so i actually typically have a different um when i go to cemeteries Mm -hmm. i don't get bothered by oh really they don't come and seek me out i think it's because you kind of shine like a beacon yeah basically um whereas that being said like i said animal spirits are on me constantly um but (laughs) but yeah the dead they're like oh person um Okay, whatever. Uh, occasionally, I'll have somebody be like, look, there's something important I want to tell you. And yeah. it's usually like, you know, like, something important you need to know. Okay, okay, what do I need to know? And it was about a bank robbery that was going to happen 50 years ago. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to stop it? That happened 50 years ago. Right, but see, they didn't. They don't understand right. time. Yep. So, um, now I'm well. like... Okay, well, just so you know, <laughs> like it's gonna happen on such and such. A, okay, well, just so you know, um, but yeah. So they don't typically, um, yeah, interact with me much, even when I'm like in cemeteries. Yeah, they, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're. It's interesting, that's for sure. But they, they just, yeah, they like to, they like to hang around. Um, but yeah, they, <laughs> they do, they do have good stories. Um, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it'll be stuff like that where it's one of those, they, they think there's important information, but it's like, I can't act on that. That's, that's way done and over with. Yeah. Um. Or it's important information and it's like, can you let my dog out? And I'm like, honey, I don't know who you are, where your dog is, or if your dog is even alive. Right. And that's, that's the other part. It's. It's also breaking news to them uh, in a tactful way. Yeah. Therefore, it's one of those, it's like, hey, look, you know, I, I know you see me and I see you, and it's been probably, you know, some time since somebody's done that, but I don't 
possess the ability to really track down where you live, what you, what's going on with you, or what was going on with you, and all that. Yeah, I've, I've never, none of them have ever asked me to solve a murder for them. That'd be really uh, fun, though. That'd be interesting, but I've never had that happen. That was the dog, by the way, because yeah. uh, I know that I saw that spike in the <laughs> in the thing. Um, that's a, that's the dog. But uh, Told you animals. Yeah, all right. <laughs> But yeah, that that's never happened. Um, I've had a few point out dangerous situations before. That's because um, when you know I've worked in a prison, stuff like that, and of course there's all kinds of spirits there. And I'll tell you, okay, there you go. I'll tell you one story that was really interesting that happened. So I was working as a uh, desk sergeant on one of the buildings one night, and I had a guy that was brand new. Uh, he'd just been out of the academy for a little bit. And he, or training, whatever you want to call it, and he had come onto the floor and he was doing count, uh, you know, going around counting the inmates, making sure everybody's still there, stuff like that. And he calls me because he had changed out with the usual uh, guy who's who was on the floor and had gone up to run the control tower, and he said that while he was in the control tower. He looked, and in the middle section of this area, there was what looked like an inmate standing on the third row balcony with blood pooling down into the lower sections. And apparently it looked like the inmate was holding his stomach, stuff like that. And so he had, he had tried to get the, uh, the guy's attention who was doing the, uh, we called it second count, he was doing second count. He tried to get his attention, but by the time that he got his attention to send him over there, when he looked back, of course, the apparition's gone. Yeah. And so he goes, yeah, well, what would you have done if I had uh, if I had called right then and, you know, ask about this or whatever? I said, well, I, I probably would have uh, I probably would have had you relieved, and I probably would have asked how much you'd been drinking. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we probably would have had a discussion. I said, but really what would have happened is I would have told you about the story about how, yeah, it was about five years prior, the, there had been a guy that got stabbed up on the third row balcony and had bled down into the lower area before anybody could get in there to uh, get medical to him. And he died on that third row balcony. And he got stabbed in the stomach, which is where the blow was coming from. And he was like, you gotta be kidding me. I said, man, that's one story out of hundreds that are here and that kind of freaked him out but i'll give him credit he stayed and it was like but we all we all had different stuff that had happened there were apparitions all over the place there was you know all kinds of things that went on and that was pretty typical and i've talked to other folks who've had similar experiences that sounds to me like a loop ghost right right so we so a loop ghost for those of y'all who aren't aware are not so much um, cognizant beings, mm-hmm. so much as their memories of mm-hmm. an event mm-hmm. that repeat on oh, again and again and again. And so, if you've ever seen like a, a, a someone who looks like they're dead, mm-hmm. and they just keep doing the same thing, or they're hanging out where they died, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a memory and it's an event that keeps repeating. Right, and usually it's from something violent that happened because it it, it impresses on that area that kind of psychic scream so to speak yeah 
And so it's one of those, that's what you're seeing. Uh, and they're when, often a lot easier to see than some other types of gas. True. Um, and the, there was a, uh, yeah, it was called the Ghost Hunters, wasn't it? That show that was on for a long time. And they explained it really well that it's like a, uh, a tape recording <laughs> that keeps on rewinding and then playing again. Yeah. But it only goes off at certain times, and there's really usually no triggers for it other than maybe date, time, or a person shows or yeah, somebody somebody shows up and it sucks some of the energy off of them or off their devices. Yeah, that's another one, and therefore it's able to play that that again. Um, yeah, if it, and yeah, you won't be able to interact with those at all. Uh, the yeah. ones that you can interact with are intelligent, what they're called intelligent hauntings. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that are actually you're able to interact with and talk with. No. Yeah, the loops you never can. And no. there's no reason to. And there's there's no, they, they might be a bit jarring to people, but there's, right. there's really nothing negative going on. No. So, um, whereas you do have ghosts that um, are trapped because they are attached to something. Mm -hmm. So you'll have them, they might be attached to a person, they might be attached mm -hmm. to a place, they might be attached to a thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all the types of nouns, persons, places, <laughs> things. Um, and they they can detach from one object and reattach to something else. Um, you know, they could be attached to a place and then attached from the place to the object or attached mm -hmm. to an object and then you know that object stays in this house forever and then they attach to that uh, to the house right so um those ghosts are often intelligent um but unfortunately they're also often trapped so right so like a good example of that is anybody that's ever watched the series american horror story and that the murder house those ghosts are trapped there except for one night a year which is halloween when they're allowed to roam wherever but they're trapped there. And if you die on the grounds, that was what they always talk about, you die on the grounds, you're trapped at the house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's that type of deal. Like, you know, you, you can have them trapped there. And once again, those spirits did the same thing that most spirits do, which is if you, uh, if they wanted you to see them, they could do that. Yeah. Uh, very rarely could people actually come in there and see them through an ability. They showed that, I think, a couple of times. But yeah, most of the time it's one of those, if they didn't want to manifest, they weren't manifesting. Yeah. So they're just kind of behind the scenes type deal. Yeah. And it happens. For the most part though, they're, you know, they're not, as long as they're not causing problems, most people usually don't notice them yeah. at all. I mean, you know, they're, you know, once again, most people are really happy to think they've got a good beat on things. They know yeah. how stuff's going. They know... How to handle life, uh, and whereas it's really funny because people talk about and will talk about in different, you know, religions or anything like that. They talk about the afterlife, but they don't ever talk about the transition period. Um, like I said, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, instantly, you know, when you, you're just going to leave this mortal coil and then boom, you're you're there, and it's like, okay, that's not exactly how that works, and so you're going to be real surprised when, uh, you know, it's like. You, you shuffle off this mortal coil and all of a sudden yeah you're not you're not where you thought you'd be so those uh, like I said those lead to confused spirits uh, which then have to kind of be talked down about you know what's going on uh, the other one I will say is uh, suicides 
those ghosts usually don't understand. Uh, because once again, it's usually a pretty violent death, even at your own hands. You know, it, it's a pretty violent death. And uh, I would say for, for anybody that, that's having those kind of problems or thoughts or anything like that, go get help. There's a 1-800 number you can call for that kind of stuff, at least here in the U.S. Uh, other places, just go get help. Don't 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 let that don't let life drag you down to that level. There's no reason to do that. And like I said, you'll the spirit the spirit is usually very confused yeah. because it doesn't realize one one it doesn't realize it's dead, and two, then it really doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Because it was confused at the end, and therefore it seems that seems to attach and carry on <laughs> to the afterlife and. They are, they are the ones that actually, from what I've seen, those are the ones that usually have the most poltergeist activity because they just don't understand what's going on. Yeah, they, they do tend to poltergeist early and easily. Right, because they were already usually depressed, mm -hmm. angry, sad, all those emotions rolled yeah. up, and now you carried that over. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's usually not. It's, like I said, it's usually the same thing with, like, if you, if you have a very violent death, uh, it imprints on that area, and it can imprint on the spirit as well. Mm -hmm. It just depends. Uh, some people are, yeah, they are. It, they accept it easier than others. Yeah. But I haven't ever had any mm -hmm. suicide spirits that are able to tell that they're not in the physical body anymore. That's that seems to be a constant whenever I've met them. Uh, now the really old people. And this is the other part. When I've met, when I've met uh, older ghosts, so to speak, that have that died when they were older, they seem to be able to accept it more readily mm -hmm. than younger people that die. Yeah, um, which which I think leads us to that sort of oh well, did they have unfinished business thought process? Which is you know not the correct road to go down, but. Um, you know, yeah, older people tend to be like, huh, I'm dead. Okay, cool. Um, whereas younger people tend to be like, but but I can't be dead. Right. Yeah, I've heard that a few times. I can't be dead. Uh, uh, my personal favorite was, I can't be dead. I've got a date. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, that was really rough. Yeah. Yeah, because. Really rough because our date was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so it's like Chris Rogers. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a rough one. Um, you know, I was able to talk her down, calm her down, explain things, and she was like, oh, okay. She was able to get it, but, you know, it, it took a while to have that conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. And that's usually what happens. So, like, ghost hunting, when we go out ghost hunting... You know, you'll you'll run into spirits that you have no idea who they are mm. or why they're there. And so sometimes that'll turn into a long conversation or sometimes that'll be a short conversation because they don't know you and you don't know them. Yeah. And therefore, you'll sometimes have to go do research on it, stuff like that. I would say that, you know, just to, just to, not to rain on anybody's parade, but, you know, a lot of the occultism and a lot of, you know, ghost stuff like that and I know they show a little bit on some of the shows but a lot of this is spending time in books and reading oh, gosh, it really so is yeah so you're not gonna you know just but like I said, tell you having a like a smartphone with you when you encounter oh, someone and being able to like google them oh yeah that 
that comes in handy because it, the it odds does. of you encountering something, a, a ghost that you already know information about their mm-hmm. lives. I mean, like, it'd be really cool to meet Elvis, but you know, I just haven't come across him yet. That's because he's not dead. He just went home. You yeah. didn't watch Men in Black? I did. I okay. Did. He's then not you know dead. That. He just went home. That's right. Exactly. For all you Elvis fans out there, like myself, you know that, and therefore it's all okay. Uh, but yeah, and you know, I would say that probably that's the reason that, like, you if, if okay, if he had died here, uh, then it's one of those more than likely you would think he'd be hanging around Graceland, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, there's a couple other places that Elvis liked as well, so you know, you never know. But that, of course, assumes that he's dead, and you know, there's there's no confirmation on that. Um, other than the body they buried. Anyway, the coroners so fine. right, well, you know, and they, that can be fake too. Uh, <laughs> but now I will tell you, I have been to Graceland, and while there are ghosts at Graceland, yeah, Elvis, Elvis was not there. one of them. Yeah, um, there there are ghosts there. It's just yeah. that's not the ghost I found. But he, uh, by the way, so if you haven't and you have a, an HBO Max subscription, go watch the movie Elvis. It's very good. It's a lot of fun. You'll really enjoy it, especially if you're an Elvis fan. Uh, but back to yeah, I, I've never I've never encountered Elvis either. Uh, I've never really there's golly, let me think. Is there anybody famous that I've run into? While I've been I mean, ghost local time? famous. Oh, Edgar Casey comes to mind. Yeah. Well, now we gave away where we are. So yeah. That's bad. Local uh, famous. Yeah, but um, not famous. Famous. Right. Yeah. I. Like I've never run into, yeah, golly, I've never like I've never run into like former presidents. That hasn't happened. I've been to D.C. a couple times. I've never, yeah, like you know, I'm not. You're not running into Thomas Jefferson at the Jefferson Memorial. That'd be fun. Abraham Lincoln isn't hanging out at the Lincoln Memorial. Supposedly he's in he's in the Lincoln bedroom, but I've never been in the White yeah, House they, to find out. They didn't invite me up to the Lincoln bedroom. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. So. Um. But. Yeah. Um, now, th- the reason because of our local famous one yeah. is that he's a local. He was a local spiritualist and occultist. Um, yeah. So he just he likes to hang around. Yeah, he does. To basically keep doing what he did when he was alive, and to be like, I'm still here, guys. That's don't really, forget about me. That's really like, the funny part. And, we, and he really yeah. likes to just pop up and be like, Did you forget about me? Yeah. Don't do that. Which like, dude, can't. no one forgot about you. I mean, I've got. You won't I've got several of his books. Uh, I've I always attend the the little ceremony we've got for him every year. Uh, it I, it's a lot of fun. It really is. And you know, of course, there's a couple of things we do around this area that I that I enjoy having fun with, but uh, that are that are rather occulty as well. But, so um, I have gotten grave dirt from his grave before and used it for spells. Um, I have had other witch friends who do not go to his grave because while he's a pretty cool dude, he's surrounded by some pretty racist guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's a cool dude, but he's surrounded by some pretty racist guys. So I've had um, spirits, BIPOC by friends who are like, can you get me the dirt? Because I ain't going there. Yeah. So, um, and they will talk to you uh, if, you, no. if you want them to. Uh, um, no, the, the guy's hanging out around his grave will talk to you whether you want him to or not. Mm. He doesn't tend to hang around I, his grave. I can push them away. 
Yeah. So it's one of those. I just yell at them. Well, that's not nice. Well, the, neither were the things they called me. Okay. What a girl. Um, In addition to being racist, they're kind of sexist. Well, duh. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're from, well, a couple of them running from this century. Exactly. So. Uh, which, yeah, leads to the other thing. Sometimes it takes more than 100 years. Um, and some of them just have no reason. No, I mean, I've, I've come but across um, spirits that... One of the first ghosts I encountered was a ghost that um, I encountered uh, in my youth. And this one predates Columbus. Mm -hmm. This is a native spirit that had been on that land for a very, very and was not poltergeisting. It was like cool. Yeah, they just hang out. Yeah. It's just cool. I I mean, knowing what I know now, I'm a little surprised they weren't poltergeisting as yeah. old as they were. But I'll tell you, the odds of a spirit poltergeisting goes up as yeah. they age. Right, because once again, they get bored and they have to entertain themselves somehow. Uh, I will tell you the one place I have gone, and no, I, I once again didn't didn't meet anybody famous, uh, but was the Alamo. And that place is haunted. Oh yeah. Yeah, So we <laughs> we we went on a field trip when I was in middle school. Yeah, golly. So I'm in middle school, and yeah, we went on a field trip to the Alamo, and it's like okay, and yeah, I'm seeing like yeah, those those aren't tour guides. Like, uh, why are they dressed up in period? Clothes. Specific clothes. Man, that guy looks really weird. And realize that nobody else can see these guys. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, because they not only are they in the Alamo, they're on the grounds. Because, once again, San Antonio wasn't all there when the Alamo was sitting there. The yeah. city grew up around the Alamo, basically. Yeah. And, yeah, so there's lots of them that are still hanging around out there and it's like oh okay um but that was fun that was a fun one and yeah i didn't meet davy crockett or anything like that you know was, yeah. um but yeah it just you know normal soldiers uh on both sides yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you got that as well uh but yeah that that was a that was an interesting place uh i'm trying to think of another one that i went to that was really haunted that was uh, of course most battlefields are uh, yeah. especially and here in the south we've got a lot of oh this. man and so it's one of those any battlefield you go to uh, i've heard stories out of gettysburg i've never i've never encountered any entities there but i've heard stories from folks and especially at night that's usually when you get a lot of those those type of uh loops yeah loops that go on uh, there's actually been some intelligent ones that I've heard about though too, yeah. that are wandering around that battlefield still. Yeah. Um, and some of those are interesting and sad stories. It just depends on which ones you're getting to hear. And then the, but yeah, I would say, oh, that's yeah the place. <laughs> there's a there's a sanitarium up in uh, Louisville. Yeah. That place is haunted. And, I mean, if you've ever, once again, if you watched um, the Ghost Hunter show that was on, uh, that, they went there one time, uh, I've gone there a couple times, and it is, man, 
there are all kinds of spirits attached to that place. Oh, yeah. And they are, some of them are nice, some of them are a bunch of wackos, because that's Well, there's what a place local was. mental hospital around oh, here that is also Yeah, that place haunted. is haunted. Um, and that, that does happen a lot of times, oh, because you have people who had troubles when they were alive, and, and now they're dead, and those troubles don't just go away, nope. and then they stay where they are, and it's... Well, and some of them, some of them, if that's the only place they felt comfortable, mm -hmm. even while they were not all there. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so that's why they come back to it um, when they die. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, but there's, yeah, there's a couple places around that are extremely haunted. Yeah. Um, and, yes, some of the ghosts you encounter will not have the same views as you because they have... Grew they, up in a different time. They grew up in a different time. People. They and now they're dead, and some of them do. Like those guys know that, um, just like Edgar Casey knows it. Um, yeah, and um, Edgar knows. Yeah, and, and so do those guys. So they don't care. Yeah. that's also why they said some of the stuff. I'm sure they said. Oh yeah. But because they because they know that all I can do is just yell at them. Yeah. See, unlike me, I can actually physically push them. Yeah. So. See, what I do is I just I, I, they call me a, a winch, and I. Well, that's not necessarily a, they're a, doing things with their brothers. Well, but that's not necessarily an insult. I mean, you know. other words that they add to it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, uh, they call me a harlot and a winch. Oh, and I, I insinuate see. that they're doing things with their brother and I'm the see. cow. So, well, you know, it works out. Yeah. But they, I just, if I need to, I just push them away. It's like, it is what it is. Of course, they don't give me those kind of problems, so I don't have to worry about that. Well, you're apparently not a wench and a harlot. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> awesome. Um, and yeah, you are right, though. It's, yeah, I, yeah, I shine, apparently. like Not the shining. We're not going there. Um, I'm not getting sued by Stephen King. No, uh, but, but you do. You put but, out a bit of a beacon. Oh, yeah. Oh. And things yeah. It's, jump to you. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Um, which is also why I've had to learn... <laughs> how, to, how to make sure that it's like, nope, alright, you can stay away from me, like, here we go um, and, you know, once again that took training, that took time, that took effort it's, you know, years and years and now it's just second nature Yeah, I mean, uh, I could ward, but if I did, I would um, lose my ability to perceive them at all oh, well, yeah, right yeah, which is why I typically don't around, at least do ghost wards around second years because I wouldn't be able to see what's there oh, man yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to ward a cemetery, that's just, that's not, no. Um, frankly, that, to me that seems mean, um, just because, yeah, I, so the spirits that hang around and normally have a good time, and therefore, it's one of those, there's no need to do that, because you can make their life inconvenient, that can also, like, uh, she talked about, that can, that can trap them, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can make ghost traps, not the ones from Ghostbusters, okay? Yeah. But you can make ghost traps. Uh, oh, no, because that's only in extreme cases. Once again, stuff like that, it's extreme case only stuff, and only if you're really having a problem, because most times, which is the other part, most times you tell them to go, go away, they will. Yeah. And, you know, or hey, look, quit doing that. That's really annoying. It's bugging the snot out of me. Stop. And you, or very often you realize you're doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Oh no, I didn't realize I was doing this then. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, that happens Did as well. Did you realize that you were annoying the crap out of people? <laughs> no. No. Did you stop? Sure. Yeah. 
and that happens as well. So, you know, you, you always have, that's what I, I tell people too, you always have the ability to tell these things to stop. Now, if they don't, then we have a different problem. Yeah. But for the most part, most of them will stop when you say, hey, stop. I, I don't want to do that or like that. Like, hey, you know, that's really annoying. Or I really am getting sick and tired of trying to look for my keys every single morning. I just need to go to work. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. And because once again, they think they're being, sometimes they think they're being funny or they just want attention. Uh, or sometimes they think they're being helpful. Or they think they're being helpful. Yep, that's the other one. And it's like, no, if you want to be helpful, do some laundry. Uh, <laughs> which, yeah. by the way, I've never, I've never found anybody that wants to do that. No. Uh, do I don't that. have any ghosts doing my dishes. That'd be uh, really helpful. Oh my gosh! But it, once again, so like stuff you've seen in the movies. We'll go back to that stuff you've seen in the movies or maybe TV shows. Once again, that's not how it works. Um, Patrick Swayze never helps me make a pot out of clay. Well, because he hasn't possessed somebody. Remember that what that looks nice in the movie. That's not what it looked like in reality. Okay, it, it, it's one of those. Uh, yeah, that you can you can try to fool yourself all you want, and yeah, it makes for a great chick flick and stuff like that. But it's like everybody else is going. Uh, that's not what's happening. Especially if somebody walked in. Yeah. Like yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Like yeah. oh no, uh, uh, my my dead my dead boyfriend's ghost is inhabiting the body. Like mm, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, we're uh, we're actually we're running pretty long on this one. That's, yeah. that's a good thing. We've had a lot to talk about. Uh, so, like I said, next episode we're gonna have our daughters on to talk about the strangeness, strangeness, and some of the some of the things they've learned. Some of the stuff that they've actually they want to learn. We, I okay. So we we uh, in one of our upcoming shows. This will be later on down the line. One of our upcoming shows, we're actually going to talk about draconic magic, okay? Mainly because we've had several people ask us about summoning a dragon. Now, first of all, I'm not summoning any dragons. Nor am I. So, there's a reason that, that neither one of us wants to do that kind of stuff. And, and I doubt, which is the other part, I doubt that your coven would be down for that either. No. Uh, so... It, it, the one thing I'm going to refer anybody to, just to have some fun before we actually get to that one, will be several episodes away. Uh, go watch the Rick and Morty episode where Morty wants a dragon. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that any of that type of stuff happens, but remember, you're dealing with highly intelligent entities. Yeah. And while that, while that episode is extremely funny and has a lot of laughs in it, stuff like that, it is, it, once again, it's a cartoon. But in reality, it's like, yeah, they they do things and there's a reason they're not around here anymore. Yeah. I'm just saying. So we'll talk more about that, like I said, in a later episode. But the next episode will be a lot of fun. And I think everybody will probably enjoy it for yeah. all those that are listening. And we appreciate everybody. Uh, once again, you can always email us at magic with a K for info at gmail.com. And I am Dan. And I am Alex. And we will talk to you on the next one. Be safe out there.